0: I want you to feel empowered and inspired to be, well, different. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Directly Different. Today, I'm so excited to share my conversation with my friend, Renee Hart. Renee is an upper-level leader with both 31 Gifts and Lemongrass Spa, and she is a real estate agent, which is so exciting. Renee is also a busy mom and wife, and she balances it all by employing so many strategies in her business and being purposeful about the time that she spends each day. I know you'll pick up some great tips from Renee, and at the end, we chat a little bit about one of her best strategies that is working for her business right now, which is the mega prize party. So stay tuned, take some notes, and can't wait to hear what you think. Hey, Renee, it's so great to see you. Thanks for being a guest on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yay, I'm so excited to chat and to see you. And I would love for you to share with us, to start off, a little bit about you and your family.
1: Okay, so um, I am a mom of two, and my kids are now uh, 14 and 12, and uh, been married to my high school sweetheart, for 21 years and I'm a stay at home. I'm a work at home mom, work from home mom. So I have been in the direct sales business now, um, 11 years. And I recently, um, uh, became a real estate agent as well. So
0: yes. And that was just this last year, right?
1: Yeah. So, uh, with coronavirus and all the craziness that, uh, has gone along with that, Um, I really was thinking about my future stability, uh, even like a retirement plan. (laughs) And, um, there's, there are a few, uh, positives about coronavirus, like online, um, education and things like that. So I had the opportunity to take a real estate class, uh, over the summer. Um, it was all online. It was just the perfect time to jump in. I've always thought about being a real estate agent. And, um, I thought, you know what, this would be a great retirement plan because, you know, I've been staying home with my kids, um, based since they were born and, um, yeah, I mean, I had a career before, um, but I really don't have much of a retirement and, um, direct sales has been awesome for making ends meet, um, and helping my family be able to do all the fun things we've wanted to do. But I really need a retirement plan. So that that's that's real estate for me.
0: That's so awesome. That is seriously such a hot market right now. Uh (laughs) So good for you for jumping in. (laughs) It is. Yes, it is. Everybody's selling or buying or trying or whatever. So (laughs) that's great. I know houses around here are just, you can't, they can't stay on the market for more That's than right. Five Inventory minutes.
1: is so low right now. It yes, is. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. So good for you for getting in at such a crazy time. Yeah. All right. So you have been in direct sales for 11 years now. How did you get started in the industry? So, um, uh,
1: basically I, my son was born and, um, it has always been my dream to be a stay at home mom. And so my husband, um, you know, about a year in, said, Okay, babe, you've got to go back to work. You know, this is, we want to make ends meet, or we're not making ends meet. And um, it's, you, you you've got to do something. We've got to do something. And so I was just so sad at the thought of leaving my son um, that I was like, oh, No, I don't want to do, you know. And so um, I started to kind of look around to see what I could do from home and um, had thought about you know, direct sales other times, you know, earlier on in my life, but, I uh, had never really jumped into anything. And then, um, I thought, you know what, I'm going to give, my friend had told me about this company called 31 gifts. And I was like, you know what? Um, I could see how women could really use these products. I think I'm going to give it a try. And it just really took off for me from there.
0: And that was in 2010.
1: 2010. Yes. Oh my goodness,
0: that is so crazy. Actually, this is a very little-known fact about myself. <laughs> I actually was in 31 in 2010. Oh. I don't know if oh you know gosh. that. <laughs> you know what? So, I think maybe I do remember you telling. me that. I might have told you that. Yeah. Uh, and so I joined in 2010 and it was, I had attended a party. It's a newer, it was a newer company at the time. And I had attended a party and I was like, wow, I really like these products. And I think that the women in my life would really like these products too. And so maybe I can join and make some money. And then mm-hmm. I think just the passion behind it, you know, going into it, like, Ooh, this is a money maker." I didn't really have a much of a passion for the products. And so it didn't work out for me, but it yeah. definitely worked out for you. <laughs> so it sure did. tell us about your journey with 31. So yeah, I just
1: um it really took off and I mean it's interesting because I joined for the flexibility and income and I and I had to make it work. I knew it was either that or I had to go back to work. And I found that I'm I'm I feel pretty lucky or blessed because I found that it was such a good fit for me um and that was before I even knew it was going to be a fit. But direct sales it just fits my strengths, which I found out much later in life, like I, as I started to really discover like more of my strengths more intentionally, um, I found that it really fit my strengths and just that um, drive and desire to be able to stay home with my children and have the flexibility to work from home, it really took off. So I, I promoted really quickly in the, in the business. I, you know, I got my parties lined up. It really took off because again, people weren't really familiar even with 31 at that time. Um, and everybody was like, wow, these bags are so cute. And, you know, I did all the things like they tell you to do in direct sales where, you know, I uh, set up my first four parties right in the beginning. I figured out a way to get bookings from those parties and, um, you know, create this great uh, uh, party um, plan, you know. And so I, I took off. It just took off. I mean, honestly, and I was so excited about the products and the money that I was making that I wanted to tell everybody about it. It's just like, you know, you got, I always say this, like you have your favorite pair of shoes and someone compliments you on it. And you're like, the first thing you want to say is, Ooh, I got it from Marisa's for 15 bucks or whatever, you know? So Mm -hmm. it was the same way with 31. I was so excited to talk to everybody about it because it was such a hot new thing that so many people didn't know about.
0: Yes. Gotta love 31. I have so many of there. (laughs) Things in my house for sure. All right. So you, after a while, you found Lemongrass Spa and you joined Lemongrass Spa. So tell us about your decision to join a second direct sales company when you were very heavily involved with your first direct sales company.
1: Okay. So that's kind of, that's an interesting transition. I will say, um, had always been like, I am just a one direct sales type of girl. Um, I never had really thought about doing anything else. You know, I, I was never the type of girl that I was out looking for something else. I mean, 31 was really working well for me, uh, for a period of time. And I had really grown my team. I had promoted all the way up, uh, the career path to executive director. I was earning all of the trips, took so many fabulous, fun trips. Um, and had, it was just so much fun, but, there were some changes in the company and um, it really had affected, you know, a lot of people's decision to stay with the company. And so I started to lose um, some of my consultants and um, things really started to change dramatically. And My income was really changing and this income I had really grown to depend on. And so, you know, my husband said, Renee, what are we, we going to do? You have got to, we In fact, we had built a brand new home, this big, beautiful, brand new home. It's our dream home. And, you know, based on the fact that I had this incoming salary and, you know, it was coming down to like, okay, like we have bills to pay and your income isn't meeting um, our needs. And so I was like, oh my gosh. So I actually started going out looking for other jobs. And I mean, I interviewed with a radio station. I was... (laughs) There were, I went and like another media company, I mean, I couldn't figure it out. I was like, what am I supposed to do with my life? You know, I don't want to leave my kids. I'm enjoying having the flexibility of staying at home and being there for my family. And just the idea of going outside of my home and working in corporate America again, I, it just killed me. And um, a good friend of mine said to me, Renee, you are so good at direct sales. Have you ever thought about getting into another direct sales company? And I was thinking, I don't, I have no clue where or what I would even do. And of course I was praying about it, you know, and asking God, like, where would you like me to go next? Where should I be? And all, you know, out of nowhere, really lemongrass spa popped up. I mean, it's not out of nowhere. I don't think Mm -hmm. it's out of nowhere. Right. But I really felt like, like and, and let me just say this, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think I was going to st- sell skincare. I mean, that was not something that was really on my radar, but what is on my radar is natural, organic, you know, wanting to um, provide my family with good skincare products and that are healthy for them. And, you know, I was really starting to read more about some of the toxins that were in a lot of the skincare and how it's affecting our bodies, our adrenal systems. I had had infertility problems. Um, So there were just a lot of reasons there. And of course, the affordability of Lemongrass Spa is absolutely amazing. And uh, the quality is amazing, I found out. So that was really just, uh,
0: I thought, you know what? I'm gonna go for it. This is it, I'm gonna do it. And I decided to jump in, so. That's so awesome! Yes, and then we have met through. We were roommates one time for a conference. That was fun. We've met. Uh-huh. You know, we've been able to hang First out. First conference. Yes. yes, yes, we've been able to hang out on different incentive trips and different leader retreats yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So it's been really fun getting to know you. And yeah. it's it's so funny too because you know. There's a conference season for sure for direct sales companies, and often you'll post pictures one weekend. You're at a 31 conference. The next weekend you're at the (laughs) the Lemongrass conference. I'm like, man, that looks like it's so much fun. (laughs) Right, the fun part.
1: (laughs) It is so fun. It really is. And I mean, truly. I mean, that's the thing. Like. I, I was like, why would I recreate the wheel when I already know I'm so good at this and love every single thing about Mm. direct sales. And really, I mean, it's, I always say it's like finding true love twice. I mean, Mm. you know, people you say, you know, Oh, it's not possible to find, you know, your soulmate twice or whatever, but truly, I mean, I, uh, love and respect Heidi and Brian so much. And I love what they've built with lemongrass spa. And you know, Cindy Monroe, I think she's such a brilliant woman too. And I, they're so, they are similar in many ways to me, you know, just the feel of the company, the culture. And so it just, I mean, really, I feel blessed that I found something like Lemongrass Spa that has really been able to help me make ends meet and kind of transition into this awesome opportunity that has really grown for me and just become better than ever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. You said that it's like finding true love twice, <laughs> but like you said, don't reinvent the wheel because you know, you knew you said that you discovered from being in direct sales, that you are good at certain things and that is direct sales. And so now how, tell us a little bit about how you balance two direct sales companies, you know, being a leader in two direct sales companies and you know, a budding <laughs> real estate career. How do you balance everything?
1: Well, I mean, um, it does take a lot of organization and, you know, again, I think the fact of the matter is like, I know my strengths and I think that is, you cannot underestimate the importance of, of knowing your strengths in life. It's going to, it gives you the confidence to move forward and grow. There was a book that like really changed my life around the same time. Um, and it, it, this, this, it was like a, crisis, this entire like move from 31 into lemongrass spa. Um, because I was like, where do I belong in life? What did I want to be when I grow up, you know, or whatever. And, um, where am I supposed to be God? Those were the questions I kept asking over and over again. And I found this book, it's called Strengths Finder. Have you ever heard of it? Oh my gosh. Changed my life because like when you know your strengths then you have that confidence to to grow and to move forward and so i found like when i i you can take this quiz and strengths finder and i found like my strengths um are all things that fit beautifully in uh the direct sales industry and just entrepreneurship and so um yeah it just gave me the confidence to move forward and i knew like you know that um you know, I like, I like to have a plan. I like to have purpose, you know? And so, you know, there's, there's so many things people will tell you. I mean, another really great book that has really helped me uh, get organized is Eat That Frog. I'm sure you've, you've probably read it. Yeah. But oh my gosh, like that, that book is so full of tips. If you ever feel disorganized and you are like, you don't know how to get your life together, read the book because it really does like make huge difference. And I mean, there's just the normal things like, you know, you need to have a planner every day. You need to schedule your time. Um, I love to set a timer and knock things out and beat the clock. I mean, that is huge for me, beating the clock. Um, I tend to procrastinate or like, you know, do things like I'm excited about first. And it's sometimes hard to uh, take a bite of the elephant and get the things done that are the biggest, most important things. Cause you're thinking, oh, I'd rather do this or this little thing or that little thing. I can take care of it really quick. But if you will set your timer and, you know, especially if you're a procrastinator, um, if you have a timer and you know, you have a deadline, you're going to get it done. Um, And so, you know, I love, I love that. I love checklists. Um, I constantly have a list going. I, I, I fill up notebook book after notebook (laughs) with lists of, you know, so I can check them off and get them done. So yeah, even just like before you go to bed at night, taking some time to write down the things that you are going to do the next day and even scheduling it into your calendar, like at 10 a.m., I'm going to do this. At 11 a.m., I'm going to do that. You know, but the point is, you have got to be purposeful. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. You have to create a plan for yourself and um, set some goals. So, and even just taking time to dream, like that's where it all starts. When you start to dream and like really start to see your why, like why am I here? What do I want? Um, and then, you know, going after those goals and setting the actions in place to make them happen, it makes all the difference. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I, I agree with that. I feel like taking just one or two minutes to brain dump the night before, like you said, just to plan out your day. If you just take just that one or two minutes just even just write stuff, down. not even if, even if you don't plan it out, just to write mm-hmm. it down. So you get out of your brain and onto paper mm-hmm. <laughs> that helps so much because then you wake up the next day and you're like, okay, I need to do this, this, this. And then, you know, you can always fine tune that schedule from there, but yes, taking time to just brain dump that stuff and then to dream. That's so great. It is important because we do forget that sometimes like, well, why yeah. am I doing this? You know? Yeah. And it's not just, oh, I have to get these things mailed today. That's one thing I struggle with is mailings. <laughs> that's the thing that I always put off and procrastinate because I don't know why I don't like doing it. I love sending prizes to people, but I just, I drag my feet. It takes forever yep. for me to sit on my list. I yes. know I'm the exact same
1: yes, way,
0: but I'd rather schedule fun posts or whatever in my group. Yeah. I'd rather go live, you know, whereas other people may hate going live and that's at the bottom of their list or whatever. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, that's great advice to, to really take time to plan out your day and also to, to, remember why you're doing this because that's super important too, or else it just won't get done because you won't have any motivation and you'll have no why of doing it.
1: Well, we, and I read this uh, book, uh, there's a guy by the name of Benjamin Hardy. And I really like him. I don't think most people, a lot of people know about him, but he always talks about just like how you need to take that time to think for yourself, because that's really when you have big ideas, when you just take the downtime, and, uh, set that time aside just to dream and think. And I mean, even if it's just sitting on your front porch, um, sitting out in the sunshine for, you know, 20 minutes. Um, and, um, something else that I think is so important is not getting distracted because like, so often, like I'll be in the middle of a power hour trying to knock some things out and I'll be like, Oh no, I need to do this. Okay. Then just write it down. Put it down and come back to it later. Turn your phone off, put it away from you if you can. You know, so
0: yeah. Okay. So you do, you employ a lot of strategies in your businesses, you know, your three businesses that you're running very successfully. So tell us about some of the strategies besides planning your day ahead and dreaming ahead. What are some other strategies that you use in your business to keep everything running smoothly and successfully? Well,
1: I mean, I think definitely one of the biggest, most important things um, is just learning um, because you know i i'll be the first to say like i'm not the girl who is like some huge like creates big ideas and i don't believe in recreating the wheel there are so many fantastic experts out there i mean you know so many of the ideas i get they come from so many other people. So, you know, I think it is so important just to be curious, to take the time to learn, to read, to listen. You know, I love, I do love to listen to blogs. I love to go on to, you know, YouTube, watch different things. There's so many great people in in the industry that It's really, um, it's a game changer when you take the time to really learn and you got to make time for it. I mean, there was a period of time I was like, okay, you know, I felt, I felt like I had to break a cycle and I started getting up at 5am every morning just to read and journal because I wasn't making time for myself during the day to do it. And people will ask, like, how do you find the motivation? I swear. Reading will give you the motivation and the energy. When you find a a great book, you know, like John Maxwell, I think he's such a fantastic author and has so many wise things to say. You know, I think a lot of his books have made um, huge impressions on me. And then I actually like will journal about them, just writing it down, putting it down on paper. I don't think we can underestimate the value of that.
0: Mm -hmm. And we know that the more senses that you use – for something, the more it sticks. And so reading it and then writing it down or writing down thoughts about it and, you know, thinking about it, that is, it goes such a long way and it helps you implement. Because motivation, you know, we can read motivational quotes all day, but if we don't do anything with them, yeah. then they you might as well not have read them because they don't mean anything to you. And so that's great that you are, taking that action to get up early. That is so great. I don't know if I could do that, but get up really early to take that time to read into journal, but it's important to you. And you know that it has to be done. And so that's great that you recognize that and that you were able to incorporate that habit into your life and it has changed your business. And so that's great.
1: Yeah. Cause it gives you those, it does. It gives you the ideas and uh, motivates you to set the action, um, into place to make them happen. And, and I will tell you, I am not a morning person. In fact, like when I told my husband, I was going to start getting up at five in the morning, he looked at me like I was crazy. He was like, where is my wife? Because <laughs> there's no way, like he was thinking and sure enough, I'd be getting up at five. He'd come out here and be like, wow, like what's going on with you?
0: <laughs> it sounds like, like my husband too. He'd be like, whoa, who are you?
1: <laughs> no, like the, the thing is like a uh, that Benjamin Hardy guy I told you about he was like that is the best time to learn for your brain because you are fresh from sleep Now it also you also need to go to bed early at a decent time like you know 10 10 30 so even that but you know our brain works best first thing in the day we know we knock out work best first thing in the day I mean most of the time if you can get to work you just get into this little uh, groove where you cannot, you're you're on a, a roll and mm-hmm. it's like okay what's next mm-hmm. so yeah it's true
0: I yeah I'm not that much of a morning person but I do I do appreciate the days that I do get up early because I am so much more productive and so mm-hmm. I know that it's good for me. It's just so hard to get out of bed.
1: <laughs> Productivity that's what it that's where it's at. I mean yes. to really get this stuff, get the things done that I need to get done, I have got to be productive. Otherwise it's not gonna happen. So and I know that. So plan, 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 be purposeful.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's great advice. All right. So a strategy that you have used in addition to all these that we've talked about so far is what you call the mega prize party. So tell us everything about mega prize parties. Everybody is dying to know, I'm sure.
1: Okay. So this is, um, actually not something that i created on my own i just want to make a little disclaimer there i you know i like i said i get a lot of really great ideas from um various people and um so i had heard about this awesome idea from somebody in another direct sales um company and i know the awesome girls in my downline they've kind of done something similar And so I kind of put all this together and came up with this whole mega prize party idea. And it is definitely rocking my business. So just a little bit about it. Mainly, it's like you're you're getting all of your hostesses into one event rather than splitting it all up and, you know, uh, doing um, five different parties in one month. So you're doing one big party And it is um, all of your hostess in one event. It's a huge time saver. And really, what I love about it is it really creates this buzz. You know, the fact that, uh, you know, you've heard the phrase, the more the merrier. So that really holds true here. I know how many times have we been in a virtual event and it's dead silent. And those types of events are not fun. Um, So having all these attendees in one event and the interaction, And it's really great for the hostesses even because there's less pressure on them to try to, you know, drive interaction. Um, They're kind of working together. And really what's driving my events um, as well are the prizes. And, you know, the fact that you're doing all of it in one event too, it is going to save you on money or like the financially so that you can give Uh, maybe a little bit more in prizes and things like that to kind of drive that interaction. Because like I said, it's a prize party. So people know the more they comment, the more they interact, they're going to be entered into a drawing for a prize. How many hostesses do you normally have in a mega prize party? So normally I, and this is, this is, I think, kind of one of the keys to success. There's a, there's a few keys to success in this event. So One is you definitely want to have volume for interaction. So, you know, really, I feel like you need to have at least three hostesses, but really, I feel like the sweet spot is five hostesses. And honestly, you could do up to 10 hostesses in an event. I really think you can, especially if you're taking notes and you've got your notebook next to you, you really can have 10 hostesses because like I said, the more the merrier you know obviously hostess coaching is huge another major key to success i always say like if you're not hostess coaching these ladies they're not going to know what to do so it's not like the home party um which i don't think needs quite as much coaching this the hostess coaching with the mega prize party You're the expert. So, you need to make sure that they're inviting enough people. Um, You want to make sure that I always say, you know, invite 40 to 50 individuals to the event. You want to make sure that they're reaching out one on one with their uh, guests and inviting them, not just mass texting, mass messaging, or adding them to the group without asking. No one likes to be added to a group without asking. And so, you know, it's really It's kind of, it all goes back to the relationship. They need to be having that relationship just like you have that relationship with your hostess. Your hostess is key here. So she needs to be making that connection with her friends and family, making sure they understand like what's happening, why they're, you know, why she's inviting them to the group, what it is that she wants to invite them to. Um, And I'll even give her the words to say, you know, I'll say, hey, you don't have to say it like this but here's just an idea of something that you can say when you're reaching out to your friends and family. I would say the other one is the content and connection again. And I mean, we have talked a little bit about that, making sure your hostess is interacting. You know, I do not uh, post my shopping link or their shopping links in the event, because if you have uh, five hostesses, that could be extremely confusing, but it also really uh, makes her have to reach back out to her, her, her friends and her family, share the shopping link. And um, I will have a few posts you know, scattered here and there that say um, shopping links are open. Um, if your hostess has not sent you her shopping link, reach out to her to get that from her or she'll be sending it to you soon. You know, so there's various things I say throughout the party so that it keys the guests or clues the guests into knowing like I should be getting a shopping link from my hostess, you know, so they understand why it's not posted in the event. And yeah, just um, as far as content, you know, I really try to uh, start my parties on a Friday because the weekend is such a big time for people to be online and so I don't drag my parties out super long. When I do these week I call them workshops actually. When I do these workshops, I'll post for 3 or 4 days and then I go live and then we close. So it's very quick and I really try to make sure there's a lot of content in there and the prizes, you know, are getting people to read because they want to be commenting and participating to get those prizes. They're learning and it's really driving recruiting. It's driving booking. People are like, I've never seen anything like this before and I can't believe how much people are commenting and participating, I want to host. Or, wow, this is a really great product. I could see selling this product and I want to become a consultant. So, you know, it's been great for booking and recruiting. And the fact that I can take this And the recruits that I'm gaining from these events, I'm actually moving them into the next event and training them in my next mega prize party. So I love that. It's, it's so great for, for training as well.
0: And, um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun. You're creating a duplicatable system, which is so great. That's amazing for, for recruiting and for onboarding. And Yes, it's true. I was talking to another leader the other day, and we were talking about going back to talking about sharing the shopping link. And even though you don't share it in the party, because, you know, there's multiple hostesses, people could easily get confused. And so that's a great idea to have people reach out or to have the hostesses reach out to their customers. But I was just talking to another leader recently, and we were talking about how often the hostesses or even consultants will feel so weird about reaching out with the shopping link because they feel like it's pushy or, you know, but it's you have to. We both said the, you know, the parties that we've attended in the past, we if we can't find a shopping link, we're not gonna purchase. And so if people are given the shopping link, like here you go personally, you know, here is your invitation to shop, they're gonna shop. Yeah. So I'm sure it's so great for volume for the parties which is great for the hostess, which is great for yeah. you. So
1: yeah. And, yeah. and honestly, I actually, so I've kind of created, um, an outline of my hostess coaching to pull from, and I'll go through and check off everything I'm, t- I'm telling them as I create that, you know, as I go down the outline. Um, and that is something I actually share with them too. Like, don't feel Uh, bad about reaching out and sharing your shopping link this is the only way your guests are going to know how to shop I actually that really uh, motivates them I feel like because it really is you know that is that's that's kind of a positive too to doing the mega prize party because they know their shopping link is not being posted so they can't take the easy way out they know Mm -hmm. the only way their friends and family are going to because you know that happens a lot of times, especially when you do the virtual party with just one person, and you're posting that shopping link. They're like, "Well, if someone wants to order, they're just going to order because my consultant posted the link." No, that's not true. And you know, no matter how many times you tell your hostess, you have to reach out, you have to share her your link. There's a lot of them that just won't do it. Whereas with the mega price party, you know, and I let them know ahead of time, I need you to partner with me. I cannot do this mm-hmm. without you. So they are the key, and like making those daily contacts with them. I'll even tell them up front, like I have four or five tasks for you. Um, they're not going to take a lot of time, and they're just daily tasks up front that I need you to help me with. And that kind of happens in that preliminary time. You know, I open the party about a week before we actually start. So in that the, the, those preliminary days that's when I'm really coaching my hostess on, okay, this is what we need to do next. And here's your next task. And so I'll let her know, just let me know when you finish this task and then I'll give you your next one.
0: And your hostesses are always, I'm sure just so amazed, you know, like, oh wow, that's like magic. And so then, like we said earlier, that's just so good for recruiting and for booking more parties, because people are seeing this formula work over and over and over again. And it's not anything hard, but if they do it and they see, oh, well, that was easy. (laughs) I can do that. So that's so great. I love this so much. And it's definitely something that people should be looking into doing if they are having a hard time with Facebook parties. Because if you're having just one hostess and maybe she has, you know, 10 to 20 people in the group or in the event, you know, a lot of times they're, I mean, I've had very successful parties that are, that are small, but when, you know, if you're doing that over and over again and you're finding that they're flopping, try something new. That's the thing too, is if something's not working for you those of you who are listening, if something's not working for you, try something else, like tweak it and try something else. And so I love that you have, you know, taken these ideas that you've heard about mega parties, you've tweaked it to, you know, conform to your business and to your hostesses. And you've produced this awesome formula basically that has great results. And the great thing about this is that this helped you earn an all-inclusive trip, which is Great, congrats. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Yes, I know. I well, and again, I cannot stress how nice it is just to have um, the extra time, you know. And how often do we do there are times we do virtual parties and they totally flop? Mm -hmm. So the fact that you have all, even if you have one hostess out of the four, five, you know, not do well. Mm -hmm you still have four great parties or whatever you know you're not wasting time on just doing the one that didn't work out right and then trying again
0: and i mean that's typical of if you had you know five indi- individual parties you're most likely to have one flop <laughs> one or two yeah. so it you know statistically yes yeah, yeah. so that's so normal and this is such a nice cushion because then you don't have to worry like oh man i just wasted 5 days or whatever yeah. posting and i didn't need to so with mega parties, do you typically do just one per month or do you do multiple per month? Like what is your schedule for the party itself as, as far as how many you do per month?
1: So, so far I've just um, been doing one a month, but this month I'm actually doing two. So, wow. um, yes, because I have had so many new consultants join my team recently and it's really hard to you know put everybody in just one event so I am going to do two a month two this month and um, but yes I mean you know if you have I mean who to have more than 10 hostesses in one month who want a virtual party I mean that would be a nice dream you know but Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, you know, definitely it does happen. So, and it could happen. So yeah, I think splitting it up and just maybe, you know, every other weekend or something like that, you could for sure do that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. And actually I did that last month with, I had several new consultants in my organization. And so I offered to do Along the same lines, like a mega party for them and just kind of get them off to a strong start. And it was so successful and it was so much fun. Everybody had a great time They're, You know, they had, the pressure was off of them because they didn't know, you know, they were new. And so they're, you know, they didn't have to come up with all the content themselves and figure out how to do a party. I did it for them basically, but then they were able to use that, you know, to get a strong start to their business. And so, yeah, it was so successful. So I love that you do that for your new consultants as well as for just your hostesses. So what would you say to somebody who is either just starting out in direct sales or who's wanting to get restarted and who just feels overwhelmed, doesn't know what to do. You know, it's, it's, we're starting into a new quarter (laughs) for the year soon. And you know, what can, what advice do you have for those who are wanting to just better strategize their business to give them the best results?
1: Well, I mean, a couple things I think um, are important is, and we've talked about this already, but scheduling your time, you know, just this is a job like any other job and you got to punch the clock. So if you don't know when you're going to do it, it's not going to get done. So yeah, you have to work for it. Um, And you, you got to put it on, you got to schedule that time, get it on on the um, calendar, you know, even down to the hour that you're going to do it and then show up. Um, And then the other thing that I think uh, I love to do personally, and I recommend to my team quite often, is just a power hour. We, I mean, I've been doing power hours for years. A long time ago, we had, we got a tool that it said power hour on top and i have used it and used it and used it and again it's all about beating the clock 15 minute 15 minute segments and you know you could do a monthly power hour you can do a weekly power hour have your checklist and just get to work and knock it out and you know you you're you can it's pretty shocking how much you can get done in an hour when you're truly focused
0: well, thank you, Renee, for being on the show today and giving us some strategies on how to be productive and effective in our businesses, even when we are being, you know, stretched in so many different ways, family things, kids stuff, school stuff, uh, you know, full-time job stuff, and then direct sales stuff. I mean, there's so many different directions There's so many different hats that we all wear, but you mm-hmm. are doing amazing at strategizing your time and being purposeful with the time that you've been given in order to accomplish everything that you need to. So job well done. (laughs) Keep it up. Thank you. (laughs) And I can't wait to see what is ahead for you. It's going to be so great to see your journey unfold with leadership and direct sales as well as real estate. So thanks again for being a guest today. And I cannot wait to see you later this summer. (laughs)
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having
0: me. I love, I love sharing
1: with other women and, you know, hopefully, uh, making an impression and impact, um, to help them, you know, with their own, their own journey. So
0: yes, if we can do it, anybody can do it, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. That's exactly right.
0: All right. Well, thanks again for being on the show today. All right. Thank you. I'd love to keep the conversation going and I'd love to get to know you better. Join our free community group, the Directly Different Collaborative, over on Facebook. There, you will find like-minded friends from the direct sales industry and you'll be able to ask questions and get feedback on the things you need help with. You'll find a link to the group in the show notes. One more thing.